This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. How is EA Home Design doing today? Ali, Kevin. Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, so I usually like to start the conversation with a simple question that always proves itself to be an interesting one. And it looks like uh, the question to be asking then is going to be, do you yourselves come from families of entrepreneurs? Do either of you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Uh, I personally, uh, no. I my, uh, my family was... Uh, in back home in Iran, okay, and they usually they are not that uh, related with uh, entrepreneurship, and it's like the farm and parents' uh, business. You know, they doing the parents' business as uh, several years. You know what I mean? As before, family business. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they are not that much into growing it or something like that. They only wants to. Uh, have a nice business with the quality and you know Keep make enough money. Yeah, smooth, <laughs> a smooth transaction. That's it. I see. I see. Okay. And Kevin, you yourself? Yeah. No, my family. I mean, my father was a government employee. You know, he was just he was always on a fixed salary. You know, he was never into business or doing things like this. Got it. Okay. Um, so then. At what point do your journeys cross paths, given that both of you come from those kind of beginnings to then say, you know what, we should just start our own business. Did you just have more ambition than your family or were you always friends and just always talked about it and one day finally pulled the trigger? What was that like? Well, we were friends. I mean, we were, we were all, we know each other for a long time before we even start the business, you know. We were friends. We talked about this. We talked and we, we know, we, of course, we explored our, each other's ideas and we were brainstorming. We were talking about it. Then all of a sudden there was a spark there that said, why not we do something together? You know, we can, we can click. We can, you know, we like each other's ideas. And I think this is going to be like, a, I would say, a big explosion. You know, we can make this happen very big because we kind of complete each other in this business, you know. And I, I say, let's do it. And we started it. I see. So it's like, oh, you have the skills I don't, and I have the skills you don't. We should really work together on this. Yeah, was like, was there not. any was there any hesitation on either end? No. We were not on my side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I am maybe a little bit, I was he's Ali is more aggressive, more bigger risk taker than I am. I am a little bit more of on the conservative side. I wanted to plan, you know, take a step forward. Well calculated, I should say. And Alice said, no, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's go for it. And I said, Ali, wait, you know, we just got to leave our jobs and stop, start this and all that, you know. 
And uh, but it happened. It happened for a good reason, and, and uh, it was successful. You know, when we did it. You know, sometimes so, uh, sometimes it's good to take risks. Sometimes it goes we kind of balance each other. You know, sometimes I have to stop him. Sometimes he has to push me to go to there. <laughs> it is it is it is a good balance, I would say. There, you know, we have kind of a little bit of a both side in our company. You know, yeah. yeah Ali is I, I can tell. So you're more like I am. You jump off the cliff and start building the wings on the way down, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how yeah. I am. I'm that way. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> none of it. None of it to the extreme is good, but you know when you can, yeah. when you can balance each other, you know, control a little bit the other one. It's good, and we respect each other. That's why we listen to each other. Certain things, you know. So, what was your first client? together like what was that experience like for both of you so you had this plan you finally agreed and then you get your client how does that go <laughs> you know the kevin was in this business for several years i was in this business for uh, several years too before we come here people knows us you know what i mean we uh we done we start this business without putting any money honestly you know the first client came to us we get it after that, we start advertising based on the money that we, because we had some money on the back, you know what I mean? And uh, we start advertising uh, the money that we get from the first client. We put it, you know, we get the second client and this is going. And after that referral, lots of referral is starting. And because we try to have a very good customer service. Kevin, you know, believes everything comes from customer service. I believe it too, but Kevin, from the first, he told me everything can come from a good customer service. That's it. And we done great jobs, nice designs and good customer service. After that, people refer us to each other. That's it. Very simple. Yeah, we really started with zero. With zero. No, no, nothing. We didn't put money to start this. Wow. You already it had was, a reputation. Hard. You know, we didn't have a showroom. We didn't have a... We had home office, we were meeting, we have vendor suppliers, we were meeting clients at vendor suppliers showrooms. That was our showroom, you know, and we started from there and uh, it worked because we were always all over our, you know, like our clients. We were always in contact, communicate with them, be around them, always be there for them. Yes. Yeah, and that was, that was important, you know favor of some friends too for example for cabinet line it's not easy to get the cabinet line from the first when you don't have a showroom but people knows us and you know they favor to us they told us we believe on you and we're going to give you the cabinet line they got give us the cabinet line from the first you know i love that we have been in business for a long time you know we have connections i know a lot of people some of my previous customers from 20 years ago they still work with me I mean, that I all see. helped, you know, I kept all those people. They have my personal cell phone number, no matter where I was, they were always contacting me. But when I started my own business, you know, yeah. I got those people and it was a good base for as a startup for us too. What I love about this conversation is how a lot of people think, oh, what am I going to do for a business? I got to come up with an idea. And they forget you've been working for somebody, you've been learning something, you've been building a reputation, hopefully a good one, right? Mm -hmm. You've been putting in the work. You don't have to start from zero. 
you don't have to go into an industry you don't know. In fact, if you're doing good work and people do love you and believe in you, like you said, which is earned, it's never something that people just give you. You earned that belief from people. I, I, I mean, yeah. you've been in the business that long. So my question then is if it wasn't the capital and it wasn't necessarily the clientele, what was the challenge that you had to overcome? You know, at the first, uh, definitely uh, we want to grow. Okay. When you want to grow, certainly on this business, you should have a showroom and uh, you should have uh, a little bit of more client because otherwise the contractors and this is stuff that they want to work with you. They're going to go and get the job from other people. You know, the first challenge was uh, showroom that we solved it after two years. Okay. And, it, but, and the second challenge was the custom, uh, the uh, uh, customer, more customer. And that one, we start doing our own advertising and we try to make it very differently with other companies. Like most of companies that time uh, done the paper advertising, we didn't do any paper advertising. We try to do everything online, you know, sending customer directly a schedule with us online instead of calling them, instead of getting the lead. We try to get the appointment and we change it a little bit uh, to the way that is more successful than the other co companies, you know, on, on our area. I mean, you know, uh, but at the end of the day, we, uh, we get the enough client that we, you know, even Street crew is not, it wasn't enough for us that time. You know what I mean to do our jobs. Yeah. So scaling, you had reached some level of profitability and you're like, we need to scale. How do we scale? And you were able to get the coveted showroom, which in your industry, like it's a must. And even when you started, you had favors, but now you have your own, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I like the way this is going. And it's interesting because as this is happening and we go back to Ali's story of like, you know, the family business and you're like, no, this is not enough. You don't just want smooth. No, you, you guys are taking it all the way. And that's like, not everybody is built that way. Some people get comfortable really easy. Right. I, I have my own blind spots where sometimes something is good enough, you know, and then there's other areas where I'm a complete perfectionist and it doesn't make any sense. So I think it's funny that to, to see how people are built, but that being said, EA home design, right? Yes, correct. What are your current goals? Are you still working on scaling? Uh, definitely. You know, the problem with our business is uh, you cannot grow it um, very fast or you cannot grow it very big. You cannot make it very big. The reason is these are this is like personal business. The customer buying from you, they want to see you on the job. Okay, you cannot handle more than that. Okay, unless you make it like group and group and group and group. But at the end of the day, this is very personal. We should, uh, I think I, if you want to make it bigger, we should go to the building side because we are builder too. We have license for building, but in the building, you can scale it very fast. You can build thousands of the home in the same time and you can have profit on it because uh, it's all of them are same. But when you go to the remodeling, remodeling has a good profit, but at the end of the day, you have a glass ceiling. If you make it bigger than that, okay, you're not going to have the good reviews because customer, you know, customer not going to see you. They're not going to 
they're not going to like it. They're going to tell, oh, my God, Ali told us this, but he's not in the job site. And you know what I mean? Everything going to, it's not, it's impossible approximately. If you check, you don't see that much of remodeling company that grow like over $40 million. You know what I mean? But you see all the builders are on top because builders can scale it very fast. But remodeling company, if you want to scale it, you should have several groups and each groups, if handling one job, they should do, they should have the project manager separate, the salesperson separate, the installer separate, all of them should work together to be as one group and working on one project. Otherwise you cannot deal with it. It's, uh, I'm really glad that you said all that because you happen to have a master of scaling businesses on this podcast and that's Jason. That's literally what he does, but that's probably a conversation for after the podcast. But wh- while I say that, I also want to turn it over to Jason because I know he's been listening. Uh, any thoughts, Jason, so far? Yeah, I mean, of course I have thoughts, um, lots of them. One question that I always like to ask, you know, uh, businesses like you, because it's very boutique, it's very hands-on, it's, you know, all these things, right? And I always like to ask the question of what makes you so unique compared to other people in your industry? What sets you aside? What is it that, why do people come visit you? versus the next guy down the road or the big brand or or whatever the case may be i already know the answer to this but i'm curious to what what you think um the reason people come see you and what makes you so unique in your industry um i I mean there are different factors of course i mean people who they visit let's say our our website they see our work our job i mean these are Mm -hmm. testimonials reviews and the live i mean we have all these pictures and videos that video uh, that so many people in this industry they don't um but i think that personal touch that communication that relationship that we built everything is personal nowadays like as ali was saying sending these papers you know paper advertising is not going to work why social media works because this is more personal it gets more we are right there. We are always there with people. We are in touch. You feel more comfortable to, to work with, like, with someone you know rather than, and we are always around. I don't disappear. Oh, who is the owner of EA Home Design? I've never met him, but he's the owner. But who's doing my job? EA Home Design, but who is doing this? You know, it, it is important. People like to have that personal touch, and it is very important. Everything at the end... Even before reviews, we get complimentary emails from people. They call us, they thank us for what we do, how we do it, how how it went, everything they went through a process. And they love it, you know. We just need to get in the do the first area in a house and they will keep coming back. We keep going back to the same house. The year after, the year after. They keep adding. You know, they don't go anywhere else. They get hooked. Um I think that is that is very important nowadays. You know, you can the old old school, you know, business models not gonna work anymore. It has changed a little bit to attract people and clientele. Well, here's the interesting the interesting dynamic of all of that is 
you know, we are in a different time and people now, people nowadays, they want the authentic, right? And, and it's, it's, it's actually silly to even say it, right? That, oh my God, we got to be authentic. Because uh, really, when you think about it, it's a basic human skill, right? <laughs> to be to be authentic, right? But mm-hmm. but you see so much of the opposite of that, right? Where it's just uh, so so. I've always considered three things: people need to know you, like you, and trust you, right? Three basic things that they need. You you need to have a client, right? There's no like trust, and. See, people try to shortcut that nowadays and they just like go to the throat. Well, uh, you know, in industries like yours, I know I've been through that whole home design process, right? And and it was very high touch through that process. Always around. And and that was so appreciative when my wife was like, well, what about this? What about that? Blah, 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 right? And, and somebody was always there. It was the owner was always there answering the questions and saying, oh, we'll move this six inches and do this and solve that problem and do this and that, you know, instead of some sales rep that shows up and they have no idea about the mechanics of it. They're like, well, I don't really know, but I'll get you an answer, right? Nobody wants to hear that because we live in a world of what? Instant gratification, Right. So people want that on the spot red carpet treatment. And that's where it's, it's just a must for companies like yours um, to, to be in that dynamic of such great communication with the client um, because of the customer experience. Right. So you know, I applaud you guys for, for really keeping that immediate touch with your clients because a lot of people are not doing that today. And that's why they lose customers. They lose clients. Their reviews suck, you know, all these things because they're not keeping that red carpet in mind. Clearly, you guys are doing it right. Is it a scalable model? Well, it does it really matter? <laughs> It's about the customer, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's the first and foremost thing. You can figure out some of the other things along the way for sure. But I just want to say, gosh, you guys clearly are knocking it out of the park when it comes to customer service and fulfillment, which really at the end of the day, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yes, it does. That is true. Yeah. 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 For sure. And knowing knowing that you still have the goal of scaling is a, is a inspiring one, I say, because you've already innovated, right? You didn't use the word, but that's essentially what you did. You said, look at the way everyone else is operating. So old school. They've changed nothing for how long, right? And you guys said, we're innovating. And every step of the way, you're constantly looking for innovation. And that mentality, that DNA in your business then goes into the experience of the homes. And you're always looking for ways to innovate as well. You're literally creative on the job as well. So you get to create and run a business. I can't imagine you're anything other than happy in life, but you know, it's not to say life is easy, but man, I can imagine you you are happy. And it's inspiring to hear these kinds of stories because a lot of people think that business has to be crazy, believe me, or like complicated and 
I'm one of those people. But every time I hear a story like yours, like the, the secret sauce, hard work, <laughs> lots and lots and lots of hard work. And, and I love that because it reminds me like, get off your ass and get out there and put the work in. And that's really what this story is about. You, you're a company of integrity, hard work, and you come from beginnings where it was also integrity and hard work, reputation. It wasn't available for sale. You said, no, at the end of the day, I'm doing this. My name is on it. And that's why EA Home Design is definitely going to be here to stay. Those are my thoughts, right? Now, with that said, I want to open it up to now that you know what you know and you've succeeded, if both of you could go back to each other, kind of like the movie Bill and Ted from the 80s. I don't know if you remember that movie, but if you guys could go back to each other when you were both still on the fence, like, oh, are we going to do this? Uh, you know, should we go into business together? Well, we like our ideas. What would you say to each other? Each one of you, what advice would you give to yourself or to the other now knowing what you know about each other and what you know now about business? Well, uh, I would have said we should have started even sooner than what we started. You know, if you, start, if you had started even two years earlier, you know, um, we would have been way ahead of this. Yeah. We did, we did procrastinate a little bit, but uh, a little bit, but we should have started sooner. Ali was right about it. <laughs> I, I, because I, I spoke with Kevin for five years, you know, <laughs> to convince me. <laughs> yeah, I don't say in the beginning of the five years, but I say two years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, because we did gain some experience. No, we but did, that, you know, you know. Yeah, that time I didn't have that much of experience that, uh, you know, you know, after that, I had more experience. I, I'm glad that we didn't start at the first, uh, you know, when I told. But if I, uh, if I want to tell you something about my business, I wish I start social media seriously, doing social media posts seriously from the first, you know, because we had social media, we work on it, but on the COVID, we put more time on it and we saw the result. If from the first, okay, uh, I put more posts on social media, I get more videos and I get more photos. Okay, I definitely right now my company was much more successful. Uh, for example, I had the opportunity two years ago to be in TikTok, okay, but I started like six months ago. I wish I started two years ago. Right now, I had a very big TikTok account. You know what I mean? Never is late, but I wish I done soon. I love that. No, thank you both for being so honest. I, again, these are the kinds of conversations that I'm very grateful that I get to have uh, here with Jason about like real business, real business. No, who ha look at me. No, look, this is the reality. And everyone gets to learn from this, even if they're not, most likely they're not in your industry because we talk to so many different people, but the lessons are all the same. Start now, keep working hard, keep the integrity up. That's what we're talking about here. If anybody's in doubt and they're like, man, is all this where, yes, it's worth it. Every bit of it. If this is what you want to do in business, you want to be in business, this is what it takes. This is the cost of admission, as they say, to any business. And I'm grateful that you're here representing that, those ideals, because that, that's what you're doing. And so with that, 
before I go into the grand finale, I want to check in with Jason. Anything you want to ask or say? Well, the the beauty behind business is it's it's all a dream at one point, right? It's all a dream. It's a thought. It's it all starts there, right? But then you have to take that dream and create a spark, right? And then the spark becomes a fire. And then the fire, you know, the fire becomes bigger once you dump gasoline on it. And then all these things happen and the snowball effect happens. And it all takes hard work. All of it takes hard work. Anybody that, you know, this isn't Hollywood, right? (laughs) Everything Mm -hmm. takes time. It takes effort. It takes dollars. It takes all these things. And that's why everybody's not a business owner, because if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. So, um, and what you guys have put together is a beautiful thing because you've managed to really keep something that is really special because it is so high touch. And I don't see that a lot anymore. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time, uh, with people trying to convince them that <laughs> they need to be more high touch, right? Um, and you guys have always worked under that model. And and the beauty behind that is you've created an empire through that. So congratulations on that. I mean, that's just really, really awesome that you guys have built what you've built and and kept a clean partnership in the process, right? Because partnerships yeah they uh, don't always work out so good <laughs> but you guys obviously have good synergy amongst each other um, and you play off each other's strengths and weaknesses and uh you're a good compliment i i can tell just by the conversation that you guys are a very good compliment together so good stuff thank you so much yeah and and so with that i want to again invite people to to know from you, where would you prefer for them to connect with you? Is it TikTok now? Is it Instagram? Any social channel? Or is it your website end of the day? You know, the, our website, I can tell you, is the best maybe in whole region. I can tell you because it's very informative. Okay. It, they go to the project. Each, each project has a video that we tell what we've done on this project. It has after picture. It has a before picture. It has... Lots of, you can see the video testimonial, regular testimonial. You can see lots of other uh, information, okay, that you don't see it in other websites. They can go to our website. On our website, all our social media is listed. After that, they can go and check our social media too. But uh, our website is like... uh, uh, our main uh, main main things and if someone go there definitely they're gonna enjoy right on okay good to know had to yeah. ask you know you were talking about tiktok i wanted to make sure I oh we do have that. a tiktok too <laughs> definitely they can go there yeah definitely. <laughs> and uh and now uh the grand finale and thank you so much for for indulging all our questions the grand finale is if either of you you can both do it or just one of you either one's okay if any of you could have the power to invite anyone dead or alive from any point in time or place in the world to be an extra guest here today, to listen to your story, maybe even join, 
Who would you have loved to have invited and why? Um, well, of course, I admire, you know, big business, as you said, like uh, big business people like uh, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or, you know, but uh, I like the style of Jeff Bezos. I really like to have a chat with him and talk to him about because I know I read his story where and how he started. He started also from nothing, you know, and uh, of course, I look up to him, you know. I don't think I can ever be Jeff Bezos, but, you know, why not? You know, we'll look for him. We'll look up for him. Never right say on. never. Never yeah, say yeah, yeah, never. Never know. No. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You, you try. You do your best, of course. You never, <laughs> never back off, but, you know, it is what right it is. On. Okay. Yeah. Ali, anyone? Definitely. Uh, both of the people that Kevin, you know, talked about it, I really like them, but I like Elon Musk better and the reason is he's always thinking different, you know, and this is the way that he grow the business. He never say never. This is the most important thing about him. And I really like him wow. on this. I love that you both had opposing answers and yet your partnership succeeds, but it's probably because of that. Because yeah. again, you make up for what each other is doing uh, and what you're not doing, right? So the constant aggression and the constant conservativeness. And there's a quote that I think really sums up this episode really well from a designer for the New Yorker. His name is Christoph Neiman. And he said, we must be more reckless as artists and more ruthless as editors. And I believe that really sums up the dynamic between you two and, and what it is that you do. And it's a great reminder, like I said. So thank you for being that symbol of just good business. And I can't thank you enough for stopping by. Those are my thoughts, Jason. Yeah. And, and I will say this, you know, uh, doing good is good business, right? So the more good you do in the world, the better business is for you. Um, and again, you guys are clearly doing that, right? Um, but thank you for being here. There's 168 hours in a week. Thanks for stopping by and spending 30 with us. Um, that's very meaningful. It's meaningful for our audience. It's meaningful for uh, all of us to learn and grow together and, and take something from a conversation. Maybe we didn't know 20 minutes ago, but uh, there's, there's always the capacity to learn. And I always learn uh, every day. I'm a lifelong learner. I spend my time learning because that's how we grow. The day we stop learning is the day we stop innovating. So um, again, thank you for being here. Appreciate it very much. Problem. And uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. It's awesome. Thank you so much thank for you. having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.